He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today, we will be previewing week 11 of college football. There's a lot of big games that are coming up, but we are going to be focusing our attention on, of course, Michigan versus Penn State and Georgia versus Old Miss. Sean, before we get to that, though, can you just share a quick word to our listeners from our sponsor? That on mine. Well, I'm not going to detail everybody about the Monday night bloodbath, which is just what you have to call the betting experience at this point. But Did you bet the over? Ooh, who could have told you that I bet the over and I was you took the I over was happy because there were 14 or 17 points scored in the first quarter. I, you should be lobotomized for doing that. There were four for a 41 point over under and 14 points are scored in the first quarter. That's pretty damn good. That's pretty good. And then they just stopped scoring points. Turnovers. Nobody likes t- taking sacks like Justin Herbert. Nobody can do it better than him. He might be fraud. Regardless, if you want to feel this type of emotion, head on over to the sports betting enterprise that we call Bet Online. It's your number one source for all wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, all the hoops, betting action, all the, all the sports that you need. If you're a golf dork, I'm sure you can bet on that when it comes back. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus. Your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Top four annoying person in the world. Somebody that just got into golf. I don't disagree with that. They ranked Iowa, by the way. Iowa Good. made its way into the college football playoff ranking. I I don't know how you put Iowa in, but you don't put Rutgers in with the way that they played this past weekend. It, it is what it is. I know that you hate that. You don't want to give Rutgers weekend. any credit. The two are because, playing each other this weekend. Iowa yeah, and we're going to find out stomp, that though. Iowa is not. No, no. Rutgers is a better football program than Iowa. Best over under ever in the world, by the way. The fact that that game is only 28 points. Sean, let's start us off with Michigan versus Penn State. Now, I don't know how it's only Tuesday when we're taping this and I've managed to do an insane amount of coverage on this game because I did it on Rafino and Joe. I went on a podcast that is hosted by somebody who is a Michigan alum. And then I just guest hosted a Penn state football podcast filling in for somebody. So I've spent way too much time talking about this game already by Tuesday. This one, I still don't have though a total pulse on how I think it's going to play out. I think, I think that there are, Roster advantages for Penn State and the fact that they're at home that's going to play in Penn State's favor. But overall, I just can't see, I cannot see Michigan losing this football game. I know that everything that they've been dealing with, they seem like a program that easily is galvanized when their back is up against the wall and everybody's against them. They did that at the beginning of the season when Harbaugh was suspended. No matter what happens, I think that Michigan is just so fierce up front on both sides of the football that they're going to come out and win this game. So before the show started, I had a really irritating conversation, and it wasn't with Joe for once. And I feel like I can draw oh. a parallel uh, to the sports world as a, as a host. I think feel like we should be able to do that. The conversation was about baked mac and cheese versus craft mac and cheese. Uh, 
And I was relayed the information that the craft or boxed mac and cheese was better than baked mac and cheese with real cheese and noodles and the breadcrumbs on top. And it's baked and that's what it's supposed to be. Uh, that is the better form of mac and cheese than your Easy Mac, than your Kraft, than your Velveeta's. Michigan is baked mac and cheese. They're always going to be better. Penn State, flashy, does it for in, in a trick. Mm. You know, if you need it, it'll hit. It'll be fine for you. But this it's going to play out like this. Michigan's going to win. Michigan's going to win by 12, maybe 13. Baked mac and cheese oh. beats boxed mac and cheese by 12 or 13 consistently. If Penn State wanted me to say they were going to give Mich- Michigan a challenge, they should have played better against Ohio State. And they didn't. That's what I have to draw upon because that's the only team that they've played. Michigan, and, and, and if you're going to, somebody is going to say, oh, well, this is their first test of the year. True. True. But they have handled their cupcake schedule with ease. And I feel like they are going to. I don't think they're going to take Penn State lightly, but I feel like they're just going to march up and down the field and Penn State's offense is going to be stagnant. That's kind of where I'm at right now with this. That's kind of where I sit, where I see a path. Mm. I I see a path for Penn State in the game because J.J. McCarthy has been better this year, but we know that he has those meltdown games in his back pocket. Like he's capable he's of doing that. And I, I look got at, that. It's, it's somewhere uh, in there. He can fumble right. around and find it. I, I think the difference between him and Kyle McCord is that when Kyle McCord plays bad, he's just like bland white toast. It just doesn't really do anything exciting, but he doesn't really the do Nolan anything. Riley that's like, Oh my God. That's like, terrible. like he'll just throw the football away and he'll miss a receiver and, and hold the ball too long. But when J.J. McCarthy has a bad game, he throws multiple picks or a pick six. And it really – and this happened against Purdue, but because Purdue is so weak mm-hmm. offensively, it didn't even matter. It, he'll miss guys, like, poorly. His placement, when he's not in rhythm, is bad the entire game. He he will be out of rhythm for most of the game because he just can't get back into that normal pace of the game. So that's in his in his potential here. And I think that if we look at the matchup of if Chop Robinson plays in this game, that defensive front is going to be it's going to be aggressive, and they're equipped with their secondary with Kalen King, uh, Daquan Hardy, Johnny Dixon. That group is in a position to go one on one across the board because Michigan's receivers are good, but they're not scary good. They're not Ohio yeah. State good. They can go one on one coverage and load the mm. shit out of the box. They can do that. But like what you're talking about here, I think that Michigan, and you're catching Michigan at the worst time. They're pissed off. They're really pissed off. They're clearly mad at everybody in the Big Ten. They are so upset with the way that they're being treated. They're going to try and embarrass anybody that they play, any opportunity. That they are they have. distracted, though? That's the big difference. I don't, think I don't feel they like they are They either. don't come off I as a team. I don't feel like they are either. Right. It doesn't feel... <laughs> It feels like, okay, this would be like if Donnie did something goofy and ended up on the news, right? Like if, if Donnie went, who was a, who was a, a right-hand man, uh, every, uh, every man for the football program. If you needed bagels, he could get you bagels. If you needed help with the equipment, he could help with the equipment. This, the Connor Stallion situation for Michigan feels like if Donnie did something goofy or detrimental, like 
okay, that's not great, but it's Donnie. It's not the big man doing it. It's not one of the players that got caught or, or did something. It's another guy. And I love Donnie. And I'm, I'm, I, that's cool. But it, I don't think the impact of the game, unless we seal, see how much that the signs were helping them, like the when we saw the Astros batting averages go down tremendously after they got caught, I don't see that happening with Michigan, though. Right. I okay. So, the, like, here's like I, I think their talent right, can right supersede is, is... cheating, if that makes sense, or not even cheating, being aware of well, you know, well, and a, I, an extra level of preparation. And I, I think we already have proof that it it does supersede cheating because clearly they haven't been doing it over the past couple of weeks, or they they would be stupid to try to after everything that happened. But I, I tweeted mm. this last night, and I was spending some time breaking down this Michigan defensive front because I, I was evaluating them. Um, and their whole group is just so violent. Like the whole group. Mason Graham in the interior, Josiah Stewart, Derek Moore on the outside, Chris Jenkins as Jenkins well. Jenkins has a beast. It is. Are they still doing the lineup uh, 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 like a yard off the ball thing? I have not watched a ton of Michigan yeah, yeah. because why would I? It's all blowouts. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that, but if they're getting off violent out of that, I can appreciate it. I But they not only have that front, but they also rotate other guys in, which is frightening. But the way that they play, they're fast off the ball, and they're just they're like a group that's just punching the shit out of everyone's chest. They're swimming, they're swiping. It's it's all clubs and just aggressive, aggressive moves when you're going up against offensive lines. And I think Penn State's offensive line is good. I think that Olu Fashanu is a really good player, but their guard play and their right tackle, they're they're fine. I'm not really scared of either of those, you know, either of those positions on that that Penn State offensive line. So that could be a really long day for Drew Aller, who we saw have problems. They, for some dumb reason, against Ohio State, asked him to throw the ball way too many times. Like we could end up in a game here where they overthink it, they throw the ball way too much, and Drew Aller ends up on his back. I'm getting a bit times. of a premonition the more that we talk about this uh, this game. You want me to tell you how it's going to go? First quarter yeah, go is going to be a snoozer. Neither offense does much of anything. Defense is still fresh on both sides. Giraller overwhelmed, a couple three and outs. Uh, McCarthy, shocking, slow start for the Michigan Wolverines. As they only cap, they score three points on the, the final drive of the first quarter. 3-0 going into the second quarter. Penn State might get a touchdown in the second quarter. Uh, Michigan definitely does one point, get one score game at half second half doesn't matter. Michigan's defense gets their legs back under them. Penn state can't recover. Michigan goes on to win by double digits. That's how it's going to go. I hate to spoil it. I wish I could build more intrigue for you, but I'm more concerned in being right. And that it's just how the game is going to go. And the most important of the uh, game of the year, which we have had penciled in since this, since May, and we all knew it was going to be the biggest game. And we were we just had a hope that Penn State was going to do something. That we had a hope that Penn State could provide a challenge. We still do a little bit. I still do. It'll make things way more interesting. But the biggest game in the Big Ten is Ohio State, Michigan. We knew it after the season last year. We knew it all offseason. Right. Week one, we saw, oh, the teams are back and the uniforms and the stadiums are filled and you know, there's no more COVID and we're just we're we're chilling. But the whole time, you're just like, let's get to the third week of November. 
and we get back to the best game of the year and what it's going to be. And that still might be a snoozer. But this game, Penn State, Michigan, unless I'm proven wrong defiantly, and it is a crazy ass upset or it's a crazy good game, I feel like is going to be pretty sleepy. And it's just going to be another typical Michigan win where they grind you out, their defense is solid, and they're better coached than you, and they make the right decisions. They are in a in a position now to continue to build momentum. Michigan, again, I kind of agree with you. I, I really do think that Michigan's win this football game. Great, great app oh, thanks, analysis man. there for, for how this game's going to play out. Uh, Georgia versus Old Miss. I this one I want to believe in more. I we want did to this, believe in this one wait, way wait, more. Wait. We did this last week with Missouri, and it it wasn't necessarily a blowout like I I kind of envisioned it. But I think that Old Miss, and it hasn't been talked about enough. Old Miss is weaker than Missouri, in my opinion. I don't think that they have anywhere near the same level of receiver room, and we saw that. Luther Burton was completely eliminated. Now that you just, I just heard you say something about quarterbacks. Jackson Dart's much better than Brady Cook. He's he's significantly better than Brady Cook. They have a better running game. What was an issue for Georgia last week was Cody Schrader and Brady Cook running the football. Jackson Dart, Quinchon Judkins are going to be critical for the performance of this game. But I mean, how can we, especially after Georgia was ranked number two in the college football playoff ranking, which just happened as we're speaking, how we can come to this, you know, how can we can think that they're not going to be motivated and pissed off again to Just prove keep a motivating point. Georgia? You know, it's frustrating that they keep doing that. They 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 are the number one team. They are. They dismantled uh, Missouri the whole time. You knew Georgia was going to win. Missouri played hard for four quarters. We all knew that's what was going to happen. Uh, but Georgia won it, and we knew Georgia was winning it going in. We know Georgia's going to win this game. We don't know exactly how. We don't know if it's going to be a lack of creativity from Lane Kiffin like he did versus Alabama. Where you played Uber. Where you oh played my God, I completely Uber forgot. Uber conservative. That. Where in this game, hey, Lane Kiffin, uh, all up until that game on, on Twitter, it was chaos. The theme of the year. And then in the game, you're calling plays from the 70s. It, it looks like, like it, it's just conservative ass play calls. You know how to scheme up an offense. Go out and do something to George. What are you trying to prove? That you can run a better conservative balanced offense? No. Win the win the damn football game, Lane. Win the game. Challenge them. Get them on their heels. Because if you go out like you did versus uh, Alabama, George is just gonna just casual walk through the park. Four quarters. Oh, we won. Nice. That's what we do. We're Georgia. You're Lane Kiffin. You're Ole Miss. You're gonna continue to lose to us. That's what it feels like. It feels like a continuation of Lane Kiffin can't do it against the one and two the one and two teams you can't that's a really good point that you bring up here with i don't know why i still don't understand why would he do that why why oldness was presented an opportunity an advantageous situation where you have roster advantages they weren't even rolling Alabama. then they were as vulnerable as they've been all season no right they were in a position to just completely put away bama and Lane Kiffin pooped his pants on All national over. TV worse than I've seen any coach, any play caller do this season. And what I mean by that, to, to elaborate, he has been in his bag multiple weeks. Like even last week when their defense played like crap against Texas A&M, they put up a ton of points. 
But why, why against Alabama are you just reverting to jet sweeps and screens? He can't get too cute with it, man. He just, he cannot get too cute with this play calling. I have to add this in here, though, why I'm I'm very optimistic for Georgia to win this game a lot easier than they did the Missouri game. Ole Miss's defense yeah. stinks. It, it stinks. They almost let Texas A&M back into the game. They got completely smoked against LSU. I don't think that Georgia's offense is in that upper echelon conversation. Not without Brock Bowers. Right, but it's really consistent. It's really easy. And like we, I think the best example of their offensive prowess was the way that they put against Kentucky. And can we sit here and say that Ole Miss's defense is heads above Kentucky's? I think they're going to run the ball really easily and they're just going to throw up a bunch of points on the board. Lane's going to be playing catch up. I love up that word that, you, that you're using easy. It does look easy for Georgia when they're running offense. And that's, that's every college football fan's, it's every football fan's dream. And Lane. I hate to go back to Lane. How much more can we say about Georgia? Good offense, great defense, great coach. We Okay. There was a play that Lane drew up a year ago, maybe two years ago against Florida, right? And they were backed up on like their 15-yard line. Lane, it was I knew it was a Lane play, and it was a viral clip because Lane threw his clipboard while the ball was still in the air. Do you, do you recall this play? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Magical I do play. He said, this circumstance, this situation, I know exactly what we need. And he did. And it was executed perfectly. Balls in the air, caught, throw the clipboard up. I'm Lane Kiffin. Look at me. I just outcoached your ass. Goes for 85 yards and a touchdown. Huge play. Show me something like that. Because you can do it. You can do that. Will you? Probably not. Well, you're going to need... You're going to need some perfect play calls to get past Kamari Lasseter and Javon Bullard and Malachi Starks and all those guys. Because I, I I, hate this, that on Rafino and Joe, I've been characterized as somebody who keeps glazing Georgia. It has gone like so far as people... Okay. A lot of people have been accusing me of even being a Georgia you fan, are. which is hilarious because I rooted against them you bleed in last red. year's national championship game. Screw you, fucker. Show, My show point people is, your Todd though, Gurley jersey. I, I don't have yeah, a Todd Gurley jersey. Oh, I saw him at the Kings game a couple, Did you really? a couple weeks ago. Total ADD moment. Yeah, he was uh, – I, 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 we were walking – because I've seen him before in person at the Super Bowl a couple years ago when it was in L.A. Um, and he he stands out like a sore thumb because he's huge. He does not look like a running I love back. Todd Gurley. Like I love Todd Gurley. That he's everything about I, – I loved when he was in Atlanta. I loved everything. He's a house. College, the Rams. Yeah, he's he's a big fan of his. Yeah, he was coming in the same entrance we were coming in, and then he had like we we were we were sitting, mm-hmm. we could see him sitting late right down by the by the the glass. But my whole point is here. I keep talking up Georgia, and I think it's justified because they've got all these next first round picks in the wings that are just coming, not this year, but in the twenty twenty five NFL draft. We're going to be like, wait, there were three defensive backs taken in the first round. It's going to be one of those things. And, oh, this is another linebacker or defensive lineman that's going in the, the beginning of the second round. This is an unbelievable unit again. It just doesn't have a Jalen Carter. That doesn't mean yeah. it's not good. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It makes sense. Stop I'm not. I'm not. I am following your fandom. Yes, you I'm following are. your Jody Leon specific Georgia fandom. All right, betting picks, right Sean. Let's, let's let's get right into the betting picks. 
last week I went one and two, you went two and one. You're closing the gap a little bit, but we need to quickly remind ourselves here that all of these pushes you've had are not to your benefit, they're to your detriment. Um, 20, 12, and one. By the way, I just I'm I'm saying that as a clarification of you have to, it's the most correct picks by the end of the season. You were on the sure. same page here. You're just making You're, up rules okay, now. Because I don't just making up rules. That's that's not making up rules. I would like. I'm just trying to clarify here that we're not going by overall winning percentage. Why wouldn't we? Which even the Why pushes don't help you. Because the the overall. There you go. Wait. <laughs> which would you rather? Which would you rather? Because I, 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 we need to settle this now. Percentage, please. I don't want you jobbing this like you do all of our competitions and contests. I think it should be total correct picks. Why wouldn't it be total correct picks? Why then? Wh- why don't we score pushes as a loss? Because you should. You should. You. Uh, it's not scored as a. Uh, it shouldn't be counted, but it shouldn't count towards anything. Yes, it should. It should just be counted towards percentage. No, that's the game. That's how it goes. A, pu- a push is nothing. Me, a push is nothing. On a uh, I guess Sunday a winning percentage. Begging for a push at times. You don't know how many times I prayed for a push. Give me a push at least. Let me salvage this. All right. All right. Well, then on that note, let me calculate really quickly the overall winning percentage. Right now, I am at 63%. Sean is at 50%. Yeah, you're damn right I am. So you you have... Oh, all right, all right. Calm down over there, buckaroo. You're still 12% well, I'm about to down. be up another 7.6% after this week. We've only, we've oh, only looks like another 8 no week for couple. Joe at, at AYS Sports. Another 8 no perfect week. Worst tweet shut I the, see every week. Shut the hell up. It's the worst. I'm, talking, no I'm just trying to talk week shit. for Joe. It'd be nice if you tweeted about just our show today, once. I uh, God, God forbid. Yeah, yeah. You're one. You're once a week. Uh, in I've in been the welcoming the, citizens the into the city of Hack all week. I've been, I've been, I've been closing no, gaps and no, crossing bridges with others been, that have. You know, I've had discourse, and I, I've, I've you've brought been people. heckling and debating people from Montana. That's not you've been heckling and debating people from Louisiana. So if that's how you want to do this, we could do this. Bigger fan base in Louisiana. I would, I would actually wager it, it could be, it'd be closer than you think with all the d- different schools in Louisiana. Louisiana Lafayette. There's one good Louisiana football Tech. program in, in Louisiana. Yeah. All right, picks this week. Shut the hell up. Yeah, picks this week. My first one: Kansas minus three versus Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech is for strangely overrated in this matchup, and Kansas is rolling right now. I don't know if Jalen Daniels comes back. But he's been playing really freaking good. For this to only be a three-point line, that is easy money. God. Talk about glazing. Look at the clapping cheeks, chat. Um, yeah, that's a fine pick. Uh, oh, you're a no. coward, by the way. And I know you're a coward because that's not how you should have opened it up with your betting picks. That's how I know you feel what you, do you feel mean? the footsteps because there's a team playing another team in the Big Ten that you normally bet on, but you're a little scared. I didn't like the line. I thought they always covered. I, didn't like the I thought line. the proud Italian Americans at Rutgers always covered. They, they, they typically Rutgers typically covers, but they're they're not a hot team anymore. I have a new hot team that I'm betting on. I'm not betting on this week. They need to regain their. So you're a fraud. I bet on them again. You turned your back on your team you're and your cuck. country. 
pick pick your pick your pick your. I'm pick taking your Nebraska game. getting two and a half versus Maryland. Maryland fell apart. Terrible pick. Nebraska couldn't you don't beat Michigan think that State. Matt Rule wants to go out with a bang in his first year. Beating Maryland would be a big a big step, and he is a long term guy. He is going to beat Maryland. He lost a scandal ridden Michigan beat. State. They had to win one game. He is going to beat Maryland because they took Michigan State lightly. And you can keep making those faces if you want to. I hate that you didn't take Rutgers. You're such a coward and a fraud. Nebraska's going to win this game. They're going to win this game. Matt Rule is going to get these guys up for this game. Okay. Georgia Tech plus 14 and a half versus Clemson. Typical book over cor- correction here. Georgia Tech has been the spoiler all season ro- long. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to win this game, but... 14 and a half points against a team that can barely score. Are you kidding me? Give me Georgia Tech 14 and a half. That's easy fucking money. That hat sucks, by the way. You don't like this hat? Keep wearing the same one. That's great. People like being able to see a video and not be able to tell the difference between one of the other videos. Nice one of three shirts and nice one of two hats, idiot. All right. Ladies' glasses. Talking about books, but you know a lot about them, dork. I'm going to be game. librarian. I know about the Dewey Decimal System. Well, there's a new Bill Walsh book out. I'm going to go read it. Shut up. Arizona getting 10.5 to Colorado. Arizona's hot. Colorado is not a team with positive momentum. They're going to cover the 10.5. They're going to beat Colorado by 11. Shador Sanders has taken a thousand hits, no, a million hits this season. Banged up team. The team has lost steam. Arizona giving 10 and a half. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not, not that's bad not a bad one. My last one, Oklahoma State minus three versus UCF. Again, hot team. It's They're great playing line. really well. They're putting up a lot of it's points. Great line. The UCF minus three. Man, they they they're, they're Garbo. UCF's not that good. It's a great line. I like that line. That's a line I will be taking they in my personal life. Excited for that. Uh, why not? Don't. You better not take that pick. You better not take that pick because you're going you're gonna to jinx me. I'm not going to jinx you. You've done this multiple times. You've Fine, done I'll this multiple, take Notre Dame. multiple times in multiple ways. Again, they're on a bye this week. I'll put in a future. I'll put in a 2024 future national champs. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't You're happen. Um, my final You're line. Or, or, yeah, my final bet. Uh, Texas giving 10 to TCU. TCU's been meh. Texas is still playing for something. They're the last team in the Big 12 with even a, even a fighting chance at the CFP. It's not going to do much for them if they beat TCU. But if they stomp them, it couldn't hurt. So I think that Texas still trying to get what is it? Is it you were he was throwing again week to week? I believe, probably. I don't think he would play just on guesstimation. It uh, doesn't matter. They're going to beat TCU by more than ten points. Yeah, I hate this pick. I think that the fact that they played as poorly as they did against Kansas State is a pretty good indicator that they're not going to beat anybody by more than ten points. Um, Sean, last thing that I mm-hmm. want to talk about here before we wrap in our, our other. Thought segment. Um, I, oh man, I really don't understand how we've managed to get to this level of 
chaoticness with with the Connor oh, Stallion okay. situation. So today, the the latest update is that he he used to live in Ann or he bought a house in Ann Arbor following his uh, his time as a Marine. And before he joined the Michigan coaching staff, it seemed he was operating a repair business for vacuums out of his house. It was reported by his neighbors that did you see this update? No, you're you not getting trolled about? by like butt crack sports, are you? No, I I am not getting trolled by this is a this is a really real thing. I'm trying to pull up the pull up the tweet. He was selling and repairing vacuums out of his house. And then he was reported by the homeowners association or whatever in the neighborhood. And he went and fought the claim in court. He went and represented himself. And in his statement in court, he pointed out that he thought that it was the Michigan State fan down the street who reported him because he was offended by his his presence as a Michigan fan. That was what he brought up. There's also reviews on Amazon that I'm going to pull up in a second that are referencing how terrible he was at fixing the vacuums, said vacuums. But this whole situation just keeps adding unnecessary, ridiculous details. This guy is... I don't know if I can call him a better story than September Colorado. He's really approaching it. Because you kind of have to keep learning more information on him. He is a psychopath, uh, a maniac. He is deranged, but set with a non-dangerous set of principles and morals that makes it intriguing to see what the hell he's capable of next. Like, he's not out here really causing harm to people, but you just like, when is he gonna? You know, when is he gonna? Oh, man. Like, when is it Connor Stallion punches Minnesota fan? Like, when does that happen? Wait, so, okay, Lane Higgins, who works for the Wall Street Wall Street Journal, posted some screenshots of some of these reviews. I'm going to read some of these reviews. This was supposed to be completely refurbished and like new. It arrived with dirt and hair in the canister, rotating floor brush, hose, and tool, there are numerous scratches on the unit and the unit smells terrible. <laughs> Vacuum was absolutely not like new and it was described as it was uh, as described in saw listing. Roller of vacuum was dirty, hose was dirty, plenty of visible dust and dirt build up visible in roller brush housing and there was even dirt still in the vacuum collection cup. No instructions and no attachments were included returning scam vacuum. This is supposed to be a good use product. The electrical plug for the vacuum was cut off and also missing the crevice vacuum attachment. This is the second vacuum cleaner sent out. First one um, was full of plaster dust in the motor as well as the collector bin. Very disappointed with the vendor for their customer service and poor product condition. And then this is the last one. Missing the entire base. It was supposed to be like new, but it was also filthy and the trash bin was caked in filth. Box also extremely damaged. I saw, I know accidents can happen, but out of thousands of pur purchases made just on Amazon, this is for me. Um, again, it's hilarious how he was so goddamn terrible. He's clearly a detailed individual, and he, he was, was so busy. terrible Why at fixing Get off his vacuum. ass. He was writing a manifesto. What? What are you talking about? Hold the man accountable for being dog shit at fixing he vacuums. He was busy. He had stuff to do. He was never home. I bet he just had his buddy 
named like Taz, uh, uh, just just staying Taz. at his place, just working on the the vacuums while he was out scouting. It was a nice little alibi. I bet he never even touched a vacuum. I bet he never did. So your your claim theory your claim is that this was part of the the one hundred percent. So his way of his way of instead of covering his tracks appropriately was I'm going to create a diversion by selling cheap shitty vacuums on Amazon. How to pay for these? Fix. How to pay for these tickets? How to get so close? Oh, I got a side hustle fixing vacuums. Look at me. I'm not getting paid by Michigan or the petty cash drawer. No, no, no. Look at my side hustle. I can fix these vacuums up. And it's also a great side hustle. If you really don't care about it, you're not a vacuum. Yeah, give me your vacuum. I'll do it for 50 bucks right now. And then you just give it, bang it up a little bit, throw it back. You still get 50 bucks. <laughs> Paying for some hotels with that. I, I love how he, I love how this epitomizes though the, um, the side hustle community where it's just a bunch of idiots who don't know what they're doing, who are just mashing a bunch of shit together they, they buy things and then fix it up and then just sell it to some sucker kind of a deal i could restore kind of a table that's going i'll on just here. sand it down here it is restored take it back just a com a completely like finished like really high quality table you're just gonna sand oh, the shit all, out of it take the finish off it? the top okay, i'll give it a full restoration for you 180 bucks i just have i just have some like 60 grit sandpaper just going at it going at it going at it going at it <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I, th I, I think you should invest in, in, in doing stop joking around, stop joking around. Sure. All right. Because I know I could, I know I could do it. This, this is how you and I are going to pay for rent in New York city. Cause it's definitely not going to be through work. Oh. We're, we're going to get like a, a, a massive apartment and we're going to be, we're going to do it through, through re poorly. I need you to stop joking tapes. around because I do have a good way that we could make money. Mm -hmm. That is easy and simple. And it's basically paint by color. Starting custom fans rugs. Gonna... Uh, what you don't yarn, do you know how to make a rug? Yarn. Do you know yarn, how to make a rug? Carpet gun. Some okay, rug glue. we're already fucked if you're saying yarn. Some rug glue and a projector. And then and then a shaver. And then, and then like... a, 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 a shaver to get the edges. How how many how many rug creation videos? Don't even have ask how many I've YouTube? followed. I follow so many on Instagram. Because I know I can do it, and I know if I get you to work, you could do it also. I know you're not. I know you're not artistic enough. That's Someone's why you have ask the projector, for... so you see it, and then you got the rug gun, and then you're you're filling in. You're oh filling in. my god! You think it's that simple? That's okay. That's the equivalent. If you that if you take a piss on this of... idea, I am gonna be. I will be upset. So you're telling me if I got a fucking projector, I could completely re recreate like the Mona Lisa if I if I projected it and I sat there and tried. No, but to, you could do Pikachu, drive? and there's thousands of idiots that'll buy that. You have Pikachu. If you have, a, if you decide, all right, I'm going to do Pikachu holding a Budweiser. You could sell hundreds, and it would be the easiest stencil that you have. Pikachu holding a, a oh my god. No, but there I better be not like see a, that rug uh, somewhere because uh, I know one of you guys stole it and told your rug plug. There, there's got to be like a 3D printer that makes rugs. There's got to be dumb. Because I'm not wasting dumb? my time hand making one of these a things. 3D mean, printer? Am I dumb? They print out of plastic, and you have to invest I in super that they, software, I and you have to be that... an engineer at, at basically. 
You're thinking of okay, green but printing. there's got to be some You're of thinking of oh yeah, that I know a guy that can get me a custom T-shirt. If I give him the design, he'll put it on some nice cotton shirts, and I'll be able to get it large to four X if I need it. That's what I can do. There's got to be some type of machinery that that I'm saying that I'm saying that there's something that probably can can spin. And if there isn't, we should we should spend the time and the energy inventing some type of uh, machine. Nothing, even though we have no technical breakdown. No, no, we're not artistic. You're not artistic. I know for a goddamn fact that you do not have the hands or the technical skill or the finesse to put together a Pikachu rug. Holding a Bud Budweiser. Light. You are instead Budweiser. You're going to end up making a gigantic yellow blob with you two think red I can't do dots it. on it. You think I can't do it? A blue, thick rectangle. You don't know what color Budweiser do is. Budweiser's red, idiot. Red. <laughs> I will give you a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars if you. Or actually, wait, do you not want to? Do, do, I don't want to do a monetary oh, yeah. bet here. Let's, yeah, that's let's, what I thought. Because you know I'm no, the follow no, no, no. through guy. Let's do something. That you, I'm a dude. No, because I will pay. Through. I let's put some real stakes on this, okay? Well, let, let's let's put some real stakes on this. I'm trying to think of something that that I something stupid oh, that I want sure. you to do. But if you're you saying, can you're, you're purchase these things and produce you're a rug, completely no selling me because you you want me to do something stupid. You can make money doing this. This is a money making. Mm-hmm endeavor that you could do but you i can you specifically you specifically cannot do this i watch you mash your fingers on a keyboard trying to edit a podcast i know for a fact that you can't weave a rug i'm not weaving i've watched rug weaving videos and those poor ladies i can't believe breaking their backs because they have an intricate they they have they have sewing devices and you know they're, the Persian rugs can take decades to finish because they're so intricate. I'm talking rug gun, paint by numbers, literally fill in the fill in the colors where you're supposed to. It's not art. I just can't believe that you think that all you need to do is throw up a projector and then sit there and just oh say, "Oh my god, the projector I, I, I is facing the, the the back of the the carpet. You shoot it through the back. It's it's not." I'm not looking at the projector. And then send me one of these videos. I'll send one to you right now. I, I, I just, I am, I am blown away. Also, biggest part that you're overlooking here. What goddamn time do you have to produce one of these things? It's going to take you six plus hours to put one together. Are you going to charge a thousand dollars per shitty rug that you make? No, no, you're not going to do that, Sean. People will buy them. That you, Okay, what's two? Oh my God, Joe! Six? I found a perfect one for you. Here you go, jackass, right, using a projector. Honest. And you know what they're doing? Painting by numbers. I sent it to you on Instagram. Where are you sending it to me? Did you like um, what I sent to you before that? Oh, you can't. I'm make not this. saying I can make that. I have not reached that level. There actually requires like artistic capabilities of being able to draw this stuff. It's tracing. This it's would take tracing. you 10 hours. It's not. It's not just tra- this, this looks complicated. complicated. This looks Pikachu very complicated. Isn't complicated. You know who else isn't compli- complicated? Bart Simpson. Wait, so what I <laughs> what I'm basically taking a yellow character. Yeah, it'll be yellow, it'll be called Bart yellow Simpson rugs. 
You can do the smiley face rug. It's going to be. Do the, Hypeland sells. You're going to do. You're going to do Bart Simpson wearing Bape and Pikachu holding Budweiser. Those are the only two that you're going to be able Joe, to capably sell. You look at I'm this and tell me you couldn't stencil that. No, I can't because I'm not stupid. I know that I'm not artistic. They're actually, it is insulting to these people I that could you do think that. that you are in the same I could skill do that, level. And you could do that. You could do the, you could do the star. You could do the star. You can't do Kirby. This probably sold for $500. I don't know about that. <laughs> at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson. All you need Thanks to for do. tuning in. Oh my it's God. It's oh my God. Please hit the subscribe button. I don't know why you listen. I don't know why you tune in. I'm sorry that we wasted your time. Please just go home, find a, a new hobby. You know, what, you know what a good hobby would be? Rug bacon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.